Okay, hello everyone. So this is the first episode of our new movie podcast that me and Lucian are starting. Yeah. And we're going to talk about movies and we're going to talk about, you know, working in film and making films and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. So today we're going to review the new movie The Rental, which is a film mm-hmm. ma- directed by Dave Franco and yep. um it's sort of like a thriller horror film um and mm-hmm. it's it's so pretty much it's about these uh two couples so it's uh, charlie and michelle who's played by dan stevens and allison brie so stan stevens he's like he was in legion i think he is legion in that show um, right probably yeah is he i all i know i know him from the guest uh which was a yeah. phenomenal i he's love in that the movie. guest yeah he's also in a film i like the apostle so he's mm. he's been mm-hmm, in some good mm-hmm. genre stuff Alison Brie is Alison Brie. We all know her, I think, mm-hmm. probably. Sure. Um, and she's also Dave Franco's wife. So mm-hmm. there you go. And we can talk um, about how that relates to the film later. Yeah. Yeah. We probably could. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then the other couple is Josh and Mina. And I forget who Josh is played by, but Mina's played by. Uh, Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. And Mina's played by Sheila Vand, who's a really cool actress. Um, she was in. Like, I think her biggest role was in um, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that. It's I have. Really good I, love, I love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 She's a she's like a Persian American. So that mm-hmm. that was like about Iranians. So that kind of made sense that they got. But she's from Hollywood. So, um, yeah. And Hollywood's, um, Hollywood's going to cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so she was also in a movie that came out last year that kind of was premiered on VOD this year called um, – the wave, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either the wave or something else. I forget, but she's, she was kind of, she was pretty good in it. Um, it was like, it was like a Justin Long movie mm, about this guy right. who that's like right, kind of yeah. time warps travels. And in his dreams, he sees her and she's like really cool. Yeah. yeah. She seems to be breaking uh, yeah. right about now. Yeah. 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 She'll be, she'll be in a Marvel movie. In like soon. five years. Yeah, yeah very soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so those are the two couples, and Josh is Charlie's brother. Mm-hmm. And they have this. So one of the themes we see is there's a sibling rivalry between the two of them. And basically, Charlie kind of, you know, looks down on Josh a little bit because he kind of made some mistakes in his life. Mm-hmm. And so well, the, they're very upfront about that. They're right off the bat, you know, the exposition hits, and it's like, oh, well, you know, he went to prison for this yeah. and that. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah, has temper really, problems. Yeah, can't control he, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like in the second or third scene, he like they talk about he went to prison for beating up someone outside of his frat. So he, frat beat up prison. Right, right. That's what we know about him from the jump. And if you okay. see him, that completes the completes the loop. If you just yeah, see what he looks the like, loop. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things I found interesting was like, so the first shot of the film is like this beautiful ocean side. It was well, we see the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then we see the house and then we see um, Charlie and Mina like looking at that house and wanting to rent it. Mm-hmm. Now, like when I like the first shot of the two of them is like they're very friendly. Yeah. Like very friendly. And yeah. And, and But then Josh walks in and then Mina and Josh are a thing. But you're kind of left to be like, wait a minute. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell what was going on. Um she, for whatever reason, to my eyes, she looked like she was 
too old for him, even though I'm sure they're the same age. Mm. She just, it just looked like the adults were talking and then, you know, the little brother walked oh, in. Oh yeah. It's like that's, she looked too the old vibe for I Josh. Got. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. She, correct. For Josh. Yeah. Yeah. But like Charlie, her and Charlie seems. They seem correct. Like, like they yeah. seemed like they were already a pair. And then the little brother walks in. He's, you know, asking for drug money or whatever. Like that's yeah. what that scene, <laughs> that setup looked like to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're already at this jump. You're like, mm, something is there's, there, there's something between the two of them, between Charlie mm-hmm. and Mina, for sure. There's something yeah. between them that's not being spoken about. And this other guy, I don't know, you know, he's not being told something basically. And so we kind of go in with the expectation, you know, mm-hmm. to something might happen. So then, but then later we find out, you know, that they're like, that Charlie's married to Michelle and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the other two, Josh and Mina are a couple and they decide they're going to go off on this like weekend, just a vacation thing. Vacation. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to stay at this place. Um, they, they, so Mina and Mina and Charlie run this tech company and they're like, they're pretty successful. Like they say they're getting series C funding, which is pretty far along mm-hmm. in the process for a company. Like that's, you're basically, you know, established yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're all going and they get in the car and then there's this scene where, um, pretty much Mina talks about the fact that the the people who own the house rejected her, her rental request yeah, yeah or but they accepted yeah. charlie's mm-hmm. and that was a kind of interesting because basically she's like this guy these guys are garbage right we shouldn't stay there yeah um so so this is like the first warning that mina's like let's not go there that let's not go there and then it also it sets up that uh she is well that comes later actually, but she's kind of incapable of letting these things go. Like she's not going to let these things slide. That's uh, a great point. Yeah. Part of her character is just like, no, like this is not okay. Like we should talk about this. You know, we shouldn't yeah. just say, Oh, you know, this is the, this is how it is. And you know, Charlie got it for us. So whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a great point because, um, cause that Charlie comes up is, later. Mm-hmm. Charlie is like the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh no, 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 it's fine. Get and he says, like, give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, yeah, Charlie's which, passive. He's a he's a piece yeah. of shit, but we'll get to <laughs> which, it. Which, yeah, we'll we'll find out with Charlie, like, why he wants to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because he's done some stuff, and where it's going to come out mm-hmm. <clears throat> over the course of the film. So the other thing too is like Josh is bringing his dog when they're not supposed to bring the dog. Right. <clears throat> so that's another kind of secret thing that they've done that's going to come up later. Um, so then they get to the house and they meet the guy who's the housekeeper, who's Taylor, who's not Mm -hmm. the owner of the house. He's the brother of the owner. Mm -hmm. And when they get there, like from the jump, he goes after Mina with a bunch of like microaggressions. And so he says, so, so Mina says to him, uh, so do you own this place? And he's like, uh, why do you say it like that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember. And then, and then he says to her. Because so then um, Charlie tells him like, oh, you know, I'm married to Michelle and this is my partner, Mina, who's actually dating my brother. Mm -hmm. And so then Taylor says, well, how'd you get mixed up with this family? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which is which is actually if you think about it, it's in the the course of what happens. It's actually a fair question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
but they do they go out of their way uh right off the bat to set up um I guess how we should feel, but definitely how the characters feel about this guy, his kind of worldview and the way that he that just they they set up this animosity between Mina and Taylor and how everybody else is just kind of complacent with it. Yes. In a way. Yeah, ev- everyone I mean, I think Josh, so like in the car, Josh kind of says well, hey, this is bullshit. He backs her up. Right, that's true. He does back her up, yeah. When he gets to the house, so after after um, after Taylor says that about how'd you get mixed up with his family, he takes uh, he takes the other two on a tour of the house, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mina and Ta- Mina and um, uh, Josh are like kind of alone, and she's like, "This is fucking bullshit. We're giving this guy our money. We should leave, basically." Right, right. And, yeah. But then, yeah, but then Josh's like, "No, we're already here. Let's say blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, like you're saying, it's setting up like they kind of should have listened to Mina like the whole time, like right, some right. bad stuff. And they kind of just make her, you know, get thrown yeah. under the bus. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it does assume a lot about like, well, if this guy is even, you know, if he's going to do this stuff, then automatically something bad's going to happen because you know, the type of movie you're watching. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. I, I that didn't, I didn't quite like that as much because that just, you know, it makes you assume yeah. things about people. Yeah. It's but, a bit uh, on the nose. It's and a bit this, on the nose. Yeah. This, and this movie, like it, it, it actually sets up a lot of red herrings for us. It does. Like there's yeah. a whole bunch of things where it's like, Oh, we're going to make you think it's this um, without really, I don't think it really gives us any sense of like what the truth actually is. It just sets us up for something. Mm-hmm. And then sort of basically at the midpoint of the film, it's like, no, it's this. Right. But we, I mean, the, we'll get into it, but there, there's a couple things where we can kind of maybe know something else is up, but yeah, it's telling us this guy, Taylor, he's weird. He's racist or something, which is entirely, if we're going to learn that in the first 10 minutes of the movie, Taylor is very clearly not going to be the aggressor or the killer. Right. Because it's too obvious. It's we've seen this. Yeah, movie. It's super. There, obvious, there's no, yeah. it's, it's, there's no way he was going to be the one he's, he is the red herring right off the bat. Yeah. So that, that annoyed me a little bit. It's just like, yeah. I get it. He's a piece of shit, but you're doing this to mislead me, <laughs> yeah. you know, to misdirect exactly. me into thinking he's going to kill them or something like that's too obvious. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so like you were saying, Mina just can't not she, say something. Correct. She confronts him, mm-hmm. And he's like, well, why didn't you accept my thing? Do you remember me? Mina, Mima, Mina Muhammad did or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and he's just like, look, if you want to cancel, you can cancel. If not, whatever. He yeah. leaves in a huff and then he like, you know, peels out really loudly when, when he <laughs> <laughs> more more just like telegraphing exactly yeah to the nth degree <laughs> yeah just the the caricature of this guy yeah yeah i mean he he may he may as well have just been like had like like he like he drives by and you see a shot of the bumper sticker it's like trump 20 trump tw- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really come on dave franco make us hate this guy more <laughs> yeah really <laughs> um so yeah then like in in the next scene, we get this uh, this shot of so um, Josh is like taking out his dog, and he like is playing with him, and then he he finds this door, the mm-hmm. secret little door, um, beneath the basically like beneath like I I don't know what you call it 
Yeah, it's underneath the the porch, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're from California, so we don't get to see or cities in California, so we don't really get to see you know extravagant, uh, well built houses very often. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, we all get to live in like a, a hovel, a hovel right. home or something. Yeah, in a hut somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so this is another like, ooh, this is creepy. Why is there this door here? Right, and you know, Josh like. And this, this, we also get like a kind of like, you know, goofy jump scare moment where Mina like comes behind him. And it's it's like, just the most telegraphed jump scare of all yeah. time. You know? <laughs> I, I like, listen, I like this movie. Not to jump ahead, I liked it. Uh, I didn't like kind of the twist at the end and then how they handled that. But uh, it, it was doing the things, it was doing all of the things, it was doing the genre yeah. things, you know. It, it, so was, like, it was doing like the cookie cutter thing. The really? cookie cutter things, yeah, 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 exactly. And so, yeah, so yeah, so he like tries to open the door with like the code six six six, and nothing happens. And so yeah, again, it's like he's leading us like, ooh, what is there something mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so okay, so then later, like the four of them, they go on a walk on the beach, and Charlie confesses to Michelle that he's like kind of um, insecure in his relationship with with Mina, and he uh, kind Josh, of, yeah, Josh, yeah. yeah. Josh's uh Josh's relationship with Mina. And um so and then he kind of talks about like, hey, do you feel okay with Charlie and Mina being a thing? And she's like, Oh yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. So it's kind of again more setup for, you know, like from the jump, we feel like there has to be something between Mina and Charlie. Right. Just, it, they were just too friendly. Mm-hmm. Way too friendly. Yeah. And um <clears throat> you can also tell there's the sibling rivalry between Charlie and Josh and like there's he Josh always has seems like he has these feelings about being inadequate in comparison to Charlie mm-hmm. that's kind of made him angry and probably the fact that because his girlfriend yeah go ahead no because he's yeah he's the little brother he's the one who's getting in trouble you know um, went to prison he went to prison right yeah um yeah and so so then when um so then they get back to the house and so Taylor left the telescope inside the house and right. they're there all was a cool whole, with it. Yeah. There was a setup where, uh, what is it? Michelle is, says, you know, uh, I wish I brought my telescope. And then Taylor's yeah. like, Oh, I'll bring it by later. And then yeah. by the time they get back to the house, the guy has already entered the house and left them the telescope yeah. and uh, everyone's freaked out by it. Yeah. Well, so it, the three of them are cool with it, but Mina's like, are you okay with this guy being able to come in whenever he wants? Right. Again. And, yeah. yeah. And again, they just don't listen to Mina. They're like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. And, you know, again, she's like, I don't want to be here. Kind of like, like, and they, they should have listened to Mina and they didn't listen to Mina. Like that's kind of a recurring mm-hmm. thing that also happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So then they, they basically throw her under the bus and they're like, no, it's fine. You should stop freaking out. And, so then later at night, they Michelle brought some ecstasy. So uh, everyone except Michelle does the ecstasy mm-hmm. and they all get high and they're all, there's this kind of, you know, they're dancing and then <laughs> Josh and Charlie start wrestling and Josh pins Charlie yeah. and he's like, yeah. <laughs> just the, just his little, just in case you couldn't tell the type yeah. of guy that he was. <laughs> frat dude wrestling yeah. other dudes asserting yeah. his dominance right also again that he's like like so he's on this this so josh is like this 
he's on the physical plane and like Charlie's on right. the mental plane. Like he's yeah. way smarter than him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but the only thing that he can kind of defeat him at is like being physically stronger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, just showing, you know, these two, they have, there's a bit of an animosity underneath. Yeah. Um, and cause then in the next scene, uh, Charlie kind of makes fun of uh, Josh because he like says something kind of stupid about like, like he, he makes this, this throwaway line about, you know, like dinosaurs and cavemen. And then, and then Charlie's like, did you think that cavemen and did you think that like cavemen and, and, yeah. and dinosaurs live together? He's like, no, man, I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just so, throwing just little digs at each yeah. other. Yeah. So then he leaves and then it's just Mina and, and, uh, and Charlie, and then they get into the, the hot tub and, you know, I get we're like what 20 minutes into this movie and yeah. now they're like uh it's it's this big reveal that like oh they might they might cheat on <laughs> on their uh, significant others with each other the, the the two partners who we set up in the very beginning of the movie that already looked like a couple yeah the, might, the, they might do something wrong yeah like <laughs> whom we thought from the jump were a couple right yeah but anyways and, so it, yeah it, then they they make out and then mm-hmm. So Mina's kind of like, um, this is wrong. She goes to take a shower and then he comes in and he just, you know, they have sex. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, then we're like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Was that, was, did, did we see the camera in the shower at that point? No, no, did, not okay. at all. No. Yeah. So then. So this is, we're still in cookie cutter teen drama territory. Yeah. With these, you know, 34 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> people in their mid thirties acting like <laughs> acting like babies. Yeah, but uh, it, it it does go. It does follow the 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 script. You know, the genre script. Yeah, yeah. So we have we have that. Us, yeah, the audience we're just waiting for the the killer. Yeah, right. I mean, if I didn't listen, if you didn't tell me that this was a, a home invasion or like a thriller or something like that. I at this point in the movie, I would imagine that the rest of the movie is just going to be these four people in the house airing their grievances and like crying about stuff, and then maybe some more social commentary peppered throughout. Um, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, it does not feel like it's gonna turn into someone's going to kill them. It just feels like a very run of the mill drama at this point. Yeah, run of the mill drama with yeah, like you said, it's like there's there's this uh, Persian woman who's being attacked for her identity, and there's yeah. these three white people that don't really care. And so what does that say? But also like, she's the thing, the one thing I do find interesting is how Mina and Charlie, their, their relationship on multiple levels, because she, she has the sense to know that things are inherently wrong, Mm -hmm. but she just goes along with him anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, why does she do that? Why does she let him convince her of all these things and like allow her to cheat? Like, does she really want it? Or is she just like, these people that you know she's she's in league with she just kind of goes along with them i don't know it's it's, it's tough yeah it's tough because there's that balance between i think this is really what rubbed me wrong about the movie the whole time is are we doing the the drama thing with the characters like are we characterizing them and are we going to follow through on that or are we doing the tropes because we're doing both and the movie ultimately decides to go with the tropes uh, over any kind of meaningful message in any way yeah um yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, so I think that's 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 the disconnect is like they set up Mina as probably the strongest character right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But uh, they does outside of her not being able to let go the injustices. 
they, they don't really follow through on anything else about anyone else's character. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, we, things are revealed, but there's no, there's no real change. Correct. Yeah. And there's no real, like nothing else to hold on to. It's just, and even, even with, you know, when we get to the twist, even when the, with the twist, it's kind of like, okay, like, but this been stunt. There's been twists that have been more satisfying in other films. Oh man, I can talk about this twist for like a half hour. It, okay. it's, it's so silly. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's so silly. Let's get, let's let's keep okay. going. So um so now um the next morning they the two of them so Mina and Charlie are kind of you know they're like giving each other the ecstasy like, crash. Yeah, yeah they aren't they crashed, but Michelle wants to go for a hike. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that she didn't partake in the drugs the night before was that yeah. she, I really want to go on this hike. Yeah. 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 And so, so Mina and Mina and Charlie drop out, but, um, uh, Josh and Michelle go. So, mm-hmm. and then while, while Mina and Charlie are alone, basically Mina's like, we're smarter than this. We, we, we can't let this happen again. Now um, for a split second, uh, I thought, I thought the possibility was, yes, I understand coming off of down from ecstasy is like the hardest crash, but are they that? Because we don't, so they, they have sex in the shower briefly and then it cuts away and we don't see anything after that. So in my mind, I was like, are they that like big pieces of shit that they staged that they were having this like massive hangover so that everybody else can leave the house so they could just stay in there and you know yeah 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 that, that's a good point day. yeah they could do like I, I i thought about that for a second too but then um, yeah it was just it seems a little too silly but i wouldn't put it past the movie at this point <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. That, the, that but that would be more titillating like if they're gone and they like look at each other and they're just like right i guess yeah just more <laughs> really just get uh, cheesy with it <laughs> <laughs> okay so so while um uh, was it Michelle and Josh are on the on their hike? Uh, Josh basically reveals to Michelle that he's that that um, <clears throat> that Charlie is like a serial habitual cheater. He's cheated Correct. on multiple yeah. partners, and he also didn't tell her that. Mm-hmm. He he kind of told her a little bit about the fact that he was before they got married. He was dating someone at the same time. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't really tell the whole truth and that hits her in a, in a strong way. Yeah. And a, in a very, uh, very good performance overall, I would say like everyone is really like making lemon juice out of these lemons of the script. Uh, but in particular, Alison Brie, I feel like was kind of the standout in the, in, mm. if we're going to talk about the actors for a second, she yeah. was the most, the most dynamic, I think mm-hmm. uh, being able to hit like the funny stuff when she gets, she, when she does drugs later and then the serious uh, dramatic stuff. Uh, whereas yeah. everybody else is, pretty much one note yeah you know what's funny too is i feel like i feel like um they also kind of gave her the least to do she was the least interesting in, in a lot of ways to me because she was basically just she finds out she was cheated on well she has no character yeah yeah she she just she's just she has the wife. no backstory she has absolutely no character yeah yeah, yeah nothing um and yeah she was kind of given the least to do she's she's the one who's victimized the most the three of them kind of yeah are on their own thing in a way. Like yeah, I, I have a, I have a, I had a theory about that whole thing, but we'll get to it at the end. Yeah. Okay. So I think then after, after while they're away, Mina's taking another shower, and then she sees the camera at this point. Right. So there is a in the shower in the head. Shower. Um, there is a tiny little camera inside one of the, um, just in the shower head. Yeah, and so then she tells Charlie, and she's like, 
dude, this is disgusting. We have to call the cops. And Charlie, his first thing, no, we can't call the cops. We because the cops. they're going to find out that we cheated. Now, a couple of things here. Uh, they, uh, the, 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 they're convicted right off the bat that the guy that, who put the camera in there was Taylor. Because Taylor's yeah. a piece of shit. And we've seen that. And so, and of course, Mina has her biases against him, uh, mm -hmm. justified most of them. But nevertheless, they assume that this guy, on top of being a racist and, you know, just a kind of shitty guy, uh, would also go to, to plant cameras in the shower so that they he can record them, whatever. So they assume it's him. And yes. so, he, but then he says, let's not call the cops because the footage will get out there and or we'll have to, you know, tell uh, our partners what happened now. In my head, and we don't have to think about this logically because it's a movie, but if if any, who, who's going to see that footage? If the cops get a hold of that footage, what are they going to do? They're going to sit everybody down and say, all right, let me show you what we found. We found two people <laughs> fucking in the showers. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I almost uh, feel like I feel like the case is that's a violation of privacy and they would just destroy it. They would destroy Maybe use it. it as evidence in a in a trial or something. Exactly, and even if uh, I guess the only thing they're worried about is that Taylor would come back and say, "Oh, you called the cops on me." I'm going to tell the other, but why does he care? He doesn't know who's with who. I mean, he does, I guess, but like, why would he care at that point? The cops are already at his door. What is he going to do? He's going to martyr himself to go out and yeah. say, ah, these two were cheating. Oh. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. that this bit, this is where we fully slide away from the logical character based stuff that I was talking about fully into the, the, the tropes into the silliness. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the genre tropes. Yeah. It, it was yeah. definitely a bit of a stretch. I mean, I feel at least like to me, that was, yeah. That's what it yeah. Was. To me, the only thing was like we're starting to reveal these things about Charlie, about how he deals with these type of things that happen. He just he's like, OK, let's just bury it. Yeah. Let's, let's not talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's how he deals with things. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, that's why to me, the, the one of the more interesting things about this film is like the Charlie and um, Mina relationship, because he convinced her to do all these dumb things. <laughs> He does. Like, that's the whole film is like, it's like, dude, this guy's racist. Oh, it's fine. You give people benefit. This yeah. guy, he can get in whatever he wants. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Someone's I recording think, us. We need to fucking call the cops and leave. Oh, no, it's fine. Like, I think that's just nothing. the I think that's just the the movie working. I don't think it has anything to do with the stuff that they set up. I think that's just we need to get from point A to point B. Yeah. We need these characters to be dumb in this situation in particular. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stupidity. <laughs> I think that's, um, yeah. Because you're right. I do think they, they have some very solid stuff going for them. But they just choose at every turn to be yeah. this movie. Yeah. Okay, so so then Michelle and Josh get back. Michelle gives um, Charlie the cold shoulder. And um, so then she's like, hey, I know that, you know, you you cheated on the person before I was with, with you. Um like blah 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 she confronts them about it um and then late so go going later so later that night she's like hey i want to do some drugs and have fun michelle yeah and, well because michelle has been the one who was just put in the corner basically by yeah. everybody and she's like well fuck you guys i yeah. want to have some fun yeah, this yeah, was well, the whole plan she, yeah, yeah she wanted to do the hike so her expectation was i'm not going to do drugs on the first day but i'll do drugs on the second day because i want to do a hike mm -hmm. and then they, they were all supposed to do the hike that right. didn't happen Right. Um, she gets stuck with Josh. And then on the next day, they're all supposed to do drugs together. And then they don't. She's the only one doing them by herself. That's another silly thing was <laughs> the the four of them are at the table the first night when uh, 
three of them do drugs and Michelle doesn't. And she, they, uh, I think Charlie says, oh, uh, we'll wait. You know, it's not a big deal. Let's all go on the hike tomorrow and we'll wait. And then we can all do drugs the next day. She's like, oh, no, I don't want to be a burden. You know, you guys have your fun. But that's uh, that ended up just ruining everything for her, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that one decision. Yeah. If, 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 if she would have just said, okay, thanks for waiting, then we can all do drugs the next day. None yeah. of this would have happened. Yeah, and I think also, that again, that's just the, the the script moving things along. Yeah, I know, and also like the cheating wouldn't happen either, mm-hmm. because when this dude does ecstasy, he just has to. He has to come. exactly. Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> exactly. So uh, one one uh, detail that I forgot to to mention was like so while they were doing ecstasy, Michelle is asleep, and we see something sprinkle on her face. Oh yeah, yeah, from the and, vent. Yeah, from a vent, and that's. Like, what did you think it was the first time you saw that? Absolutely nothing. I I, I had no idea what that was. I thought it was like dust or something. Yeah, I was like, thing. was that blood? Um, I I, I, I I rewatched some parts of the film again. So, like on her bed, there was some dirt. So, okay. um, we'll we'll come back to that again because that is an important note. Sure. But yeah. I I want to I want us to talk about what what that's supposed to mean later. But okay. that, but that I, is. I the, filed that one away. I threw it away. I thought that was just a like a little tension building scene. Yeah. Really well, it was supposed to, to mean something. It was supposed okay. to mean something. Was and it? Well, I'll, I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about what I think it's supposed to mean. But okay. so that was that was something that they was foreshadowing. Because when I first saw it, I thought it was blood or something. Yeah. Some exactly some kind of uh, li- either liquid yeah. or some kind of a dirt or something. Yeah. But we literally never see anything else really about that. We don't see no. her wipe it off her face. We don't no. see that it's blood. We don't see that it's dirt. It's just we see it fall on her face, and that's it. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay movie. Um, yeah. Okay, so so then, um, so then what happens next is Josh's dog disappears, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What happened to my dog? Taylor must have taken it." <laughs> right. And Another the- jump. <laughs> And my favorite scene in the entire movie, it's shot, I guess you could say, was uh, Michelle is on drugs, playing with the hot, trying to get the hot tub to turn on. And she's, you know, whacked out of her mind and everybody else is freaking out about this dog. And she looks over and she's like, what's going on? And, you know, everyone's ignoring her because they're like, what the fuck? Where's this dog? Yeah. And they leave and then she figures it out and she has this great performance. She's like, oh, fuck, they lost the dog. (laughs) (laughs) this <laughs> is a great delivery yeah 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 that was that was a good moment like Alison Brie high is fun yeah just the we drugged more, out we yeah. need more Alison Brie on anything ecstasy yeah. Molly, just just give me more of that yeah give me more yeah. Alison Brie period honestly. yeah some of that some of that comedy chops just slipping through yeah. yeah um so then later they come back because they can't find the dog and she's like oh well I called Taylor and they're like what <laughs> and um uh, oh, she right. Michelle calls Taylor. She wants him to fix the hot tub because she the wants to get in the yeah. hot tub. Um, so he comes, and then Josh is like, "Hey, did you?" Josh confronts him like, "Hey, did you take my dog?" He's like, "You're not even supposed to have a dog." Yeah, and he's like, "No, I didn't take your dog." Um, and then again, we're going at this point going so hard, and we're so convicted that the only other character in the movie must be the bad guy, yeah, uh, because he's racist or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then Mina confronts Taylor again as well, takes him into the shower, shows him the camera, and then Taylor's like, "Okay, fine." 
uh, like he for, he's like I didn't do it. He's and like call the cops. It's call, not call the cops. It's and then it's she not tries to, to stop me. him. Yeah. And Josh comes in and he fucking he he does his thing. He beats. He does his thing. Yeah. It, his his backstory finally pays off in that he he rushes in and he just beats the shit out of this guy. Yeah. So so then all four of them come into the bathroom. They're like, oh shit. Um, and then Mina confesses like, hey, um, I saw the camera in the shower. Um, I know he was filming. Someone was filming us. Mm-hmm. Basically, Taylor. He says, Taylor. She says, Taylor was filming us. Yeah. Again, and, we're 100% convinced Taylor is behind everything yeah. at this point. Or at and least so, the characters are. Yeah. And so then we get the big reveal. So we see the four of them being watched from a CCTV camera on like mm-hmm. a tablet. Mm-hmm. And then some guy in like all black goes into the bathroom and kills Taylor. Right. Now, before this, there's a couple um, like that vent scene that we were talking about. I thought that was just one of those like uh, tension building moments where it's it's just about like it's just a thriller, bro. So this is, you know, there's something going on with this house kind of is what that scene meant. And then later on, there's a couple uh, throwaway shots where. Uh, they're being watched from the woods or something, and there's this heavy breathing. So they do set up that there is a third party involved, that somebody else is watching them. That's could, Maybe it's Taylor, maybe it's not Taylor. Uh, yeah. But this is when it's finally revealed that, yes, there is actually a creeper who has been watching them, which, I mean, shocker, but yeah. yeah. Um, and it is important to note that after, uh, what's his name? Um, Char- uh, not Charlie, Josh beats the shit out of Taylor in the bathtub. Uh, Michelle checks his pulse and gives like a little relieved sigh so that we know that he didn't. He's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course. so do you think that the, the guy was he, do you think he was in that, that, um, that space above Michelle's bedroom? It's possible. Yeah. Or it could be that, uh, I don't, and I don't want to get into spoiler territory yet, but it could be that, uh, the way that he set up the house basically to, to watch them, you know, there was just something funny. Like he, he, placed something in the vent and got in the way or something like that. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't think too much about that shot to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like that's kind of what the implication actually he could is. Be. He absolutely could be. And he but could be I in the attic or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know because it's, it's a little, it's, it's not clear. It's not really it's clear. not clear. Yeah. You're right. The more I think about it, the more out of place it is. If I didn't think about it, it was just, Another oh, something's, thing. Go- something's going on with this house. Yeah. Something is not a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So then, um, after this mysterious guy kills, kills, uh, Taylor, they go back, they, they go back into the bathroom and they find him dead and they're like, Ooh, you know, the ish right. hit the fan like we, and they, we, we killed someone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Josh killed someone and they saw it. Right. And, right. But then again, Charlie, Charlie's self-defense is going and he's like, we gotta. We gotta bury we gotta, it somehow. We gotta. We, yeah, we gotta. We gotta frame him. We gotta say. We gotta frame him some way and make it seem like he killed himself. Yeah. So, he's like, okay, we uh, we throw him into the ocean, mm-hmm. and um, Michelle's like, we can't do that. Yeah, Michelle is hard against all of yeah. it. She's hard, she's uh, hard past. Very much the straight man of the movie. The the most logical. Uh, <laughs> the most logical yeah. of all of them. Yeah. 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 I think, I think Mina had the right instincts, but the wrong, you know, the wrong target. But um, yeah, both of those, they should have listened to the woman for sure. So um, yeah, we could just they, say that. they, 
the three of them basically conspire. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna just make up some shit and throw this guy off into the ocean. So they grab his body, and Michelle's like, "I want to have none of it." So she goes by herself into her room, yeah. and the three of them carry his body, and they they fucking they throw him. And so what? So Lucian, what happens when they throw him off the cliff? They go to throw him off the cliff, and instead of him falling all the way down this cliff, which is pretty much sheer. Uh, there is a rock sticking out of the cliff that they didn't see that, you know, they could have gone either left or right to avoid it. But nevertheless, the guy hits a rock. So now he's like, I don't know, 20 feet down on a rock, just kind of sp- splayed out. <laughs> they literally like, like impale this guy on the one rock. Yeah. It, you, like you said, if they were a little bit to the left or a little yeah. bit to the right, he's, yeah. he's in the ocean. Right. But they throw him onto this rock. He's impaled there. So mm-hmm. what is what is the next thing that these brilliant people decide to do? Uh, they decide to throw more rocks at the guy on the rock that is impaled on the rock. He's stuck to the rock, uh, but they decide to throw rocks at him, boulders, things like that, to try to move him off of the rock. Which So they try to throw rocks at this guy to get him to fall off and fall into the ocean. Yeah. And now, <laughs> if he... If he was supposed to be drunk and fell into the ocean, if that was their story, couldn't he have just fallen onto that rock? Yeah, isn't that kind of better? Because then that, <laughs> yeah. that explains it. Yeah. He he got drunk, he fell, he yeah, got impaled, he, and he died. Yeah. What's the problem? He doesn't do we need to not see the body? Like, are we really assuming no one's ever gonna find this body if he hits the ocean? Like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the thinking about it now, so the other thing too, um, I'm just thinking of like there's this really goofy movie that uh, Michael Bay did. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was about these South Florida guys who owned a gym. Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. So in Pain and Gain, which you know, anyway, but like, so so they're trying to they're trying to frame this guy to make it look like he got drunk and drove and killed himself. So the first thing they do is they force him to drink a ton of liquor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they make they make him like accelerate into something. Yeah, if I remember they make him yeah. excel. They get in the car. They make him. They they like basically plaster his hands to the steering yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did none of that. They didn't try to make him seem drunk. They didn't try. They even like a scene where they pour alcohol on him or something. Yeah, they well they said he must have alcohol in his system because he, I think he made like an offhanded comment uh, about like oh I drink at night or yeah. oh it's just me and my bottle I think is the line. And they're like, ah, yes, he he was drinking tonight. Therefore, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. an alcohol in his system. Yeah. They'll figure that out. Yeah, I just I think they probably should have gone a little bit further with like trying to set up this frame job mm-hmm. because they basically just roll him down a rock. Listen, I'm all about it. Like, if this is the part where my brain started to be finally excited and is like, oh shit, we're gonna hide a body. Like, I would love to be in this situation removed from all of the consequences you know if it was like an escape room situation it's like you need to hide this body and make it go disappear like let's go let's let's find some let's do some problem solving yeah yeah Uh, that is that's not what they do (laughs) yeah 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 um okay so while at the same time as they're on their little misadventure to you know get this body all the way down uh michelle's in the house and the showers start going off in different rooms yeah she's investigating them so she goes into one room like i think she like turns it off or looks at it Mm-hmm. It stops, goes off in another room. And um, meanwhile, Josh decides, okay, I'm going to climb down and just push him over. Fine. Um, so he climbs down. He almost falls. How does he get back up? We don't actually see it. We just right. kept him already at the top of the cliff. Yeah. It, it right. is a sheer cliff, by the way. It's yes. like this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
like like my where I went to school, I went to UC Santa Barbara, and there was this uh, street, Del Playa, mm-hmm. and there were houses, and right off the house was a cliff. Oh my god! Yeah, and people, people every year, someone will fall off the cliff. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The, anyway, so yeah, he he then gets there, he pushes this guy off. Mm-hmm. He says something. He says like, "I'll see you see- in hell." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very apropos because yeah he will be seeing him in hell very shortly (laughs) yeah yeah so he pushes him off well i think that was more like uh that was actually more of a character moment too because uh the guy feels bad the guy uh you know he feels bad he thinks that he killed this guy so i'll see you in hell is more like i'm 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 way too far gone like he was kind of on the straight path and then he just spiraled right back into he was trying to straighten he was trying to straighten out yeah, he was trying to straighten out, and then he ended up killing this guy, and he's like, well, fuck, I, I, I'm irredeemable at this point. I'll see you in hell, kind of a thing. So then we cross-cut to back to the scene of Michelle. She goes up into the master bedroom, and on the TV is playing the Charlie... Uh, and Charlie Mina, Mina shower sex tape. Yeah, shower sex tape. Yeah. And so <laughs> she's, like, pissed off. They get back to the house, and she's driving off. Michelle is driving off in there. Yeah. BMW, which I, which I thought, what a clever way to get the the again thinking in slasher movie terms. What a clever way to get the car out of there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's leaving, and so Charlie's like, "What? What's going on?" And she's like, "I saw the tape." And this motherfucker says, uh, "Okay, okay, where'd you find the tape?" Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> not, He's just an absolute piece of trash. Yeah, not like. He he eventually he goes to like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, we didn't know what we were doing, kind of a thing, but you know, like the fucking 15-year-old excuse. Yeah. But uh his first instinct is like, Where'd you find this tape? Yeah, <laughs> where'd you find this tape? <laughs> <laughs> like, how Just many more bodies do I have trash to carry? every time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was oh silly. my god. But whatever, oh my god, Char- cool, you know. Char- Charlie is trash in this Charlie movie. is a garbage person. Yeah. You know? And but like you said, one note. One note. Like he yeah. gets revealed as trash and he's just yeah. trash, 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 trash. He just, it's just every, every layer down, it's more trash. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Michelle's like, fuck you, bro. Drives mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. She gets a flat. Yeah. And she crashes into a tree. Mm-hmm. So she's like, shit. She checks, texts Charlie. And then she looks on the road and there's like um, spikes. Yeah. She gets back in the car. She's texting him again. And then something happens. The guy runs at her. Yeah. Um, we don't see what happens to her. We just see something running at the camera. We do see um, his face for the first time. And uh, he's wearing like a flesh uh, skin kind of mask. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's wearing, uh, yep. One of those like stunt double masks. That they, yeah. Yeah. That they get. We'll take like a victim kind of looking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then after that, Charlie gets the text. He, um, he goes out to help her. And then the dude kills him too. Right. Uh, this killer. So now both of them are out. Yeah. Um, and so then Mina and Josh are like, okay, we got to get in the secret door. I think the stuff is there. Right. So he Back kicks in the, the secret door from like an hour ago. Yeah. yeah. Josh kicks in the door. He finds some pictures, probably some nudes of the owner. That's mm-hmm. it. Nothing, no, no real stuff. But we do get another character moment in the middle of we, we are in full slasher territory at this point. Like we've abandoned all reason and logic and all of these characters are thrown out the window. And then we have one last character moment 
with uh, Josh and Mina where, you know, they hug and he starts crying and he's like, I'm such a piece of shit. I can't, you know, again, going back yeah. to the thing where like he was on the path and yeah. then he fucked up again. But really, I felt bad for him because, I mean, yeah, he's a piece of shit a little bit, but like he didn't kill the guy. He he thinks he did. And now his life is over. You know, he's either going to go to jail forever. Like, it, like things are he's at the end of his rope kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the movie was still hanging on a little bit to that drama aspect while we were in full just doofus territory yeah yeah full thriller slash yeah yeah and it's a it's a good moment too because again it reveals more about mina mina she's cheated on him yeah she lied to him and she's like oh it's okay blah 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 it's like no motherfucker you're the liar yeah yeah you are the lying piece of trash i mean they don't know that he didn't kill the person no, but that's we know. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing that you brought that up because, yeah, that was again. And that's why to me, Mina is, is such an interesting character because she's just I, she's a lot like Charlie. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why they kind of are together in this. They're now, both trashy in their own way. <laughs> um, now, I don't at some point I want to talk about the the kind of the whole logic of the movie, the structure of the movie, because once we do get into slasher territory, I was starting to piece it in my head. I was like, all right, who's going to be the final girl? Who's going to have, you know, like three out of these four characters are flawed and they have done bad things. And therefore, by the logic of the genre, they should be killed off. Yeah, they the first die. one to die, if I remember correctly, is actually Michelle. Michelle who is, is the first to die. Who is the, he's a, she's a sacrificial lamb. She hasn't done anything wrong in this yeah. entire movie. Granted, she doesn't have a character, but she hasn't really done anything either. Exactly. So I thought that threw me off right away because the whole entire movie, I was like, all right, so these two are garbage, liars, uh, Mina, you know, less so uh this other guy's killed someone ostensibly you know he's gonna die but i was really thrown off by they they killed michelle and then i was like that was the first time i was like wait is this movie not gonna have a point (laughs) (laughs) that's what that's what because even the shittiest you know halloween five or whatever Mm -hmm. you know someone makes it out at the end and it's usually someone who has something to live for or learns something, you know, and like they have some kind of personal drama, the slasher shit happens. And then at the end of the movie, they realize I'm going to change something about myself because I made it through this experience. I thought that's where this was headed. And once, you know, Michelle dies, I was like, all right, so Mina's going to be the final girl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But what happens? So, okay. So, uh, after they find nothing in the secret door, uh, Josh gets a text. And then he goes up and Mina's like rifling through some, some stuff. And then he's like, Hey, I got this text. Uh, like, what is this? And it's, it was from Charlie's phone. And it was like the audio of them talking of, of Charlie and Mina talking saying, Oh, this can't happen again. He's like, what, do, what does that mean? This can't happen again. And then there's another text, like from Charlie's phone of like the shower photo. He's like, bro, what the fuck? Why is he on this? <laughs> What's funny to me is that after all of it, again, after we have his little character moment where he's like, God damn it, like, I really should make better choices. Uh, immediately after he gets that text, he runs through the house and he's like, you're going to send me this shit and then hide? You piece of yeah. shit. And it's like, yeah. Hold on. Are we playing hide and seek or are we trying to survive the fucking, you know? Yeah, anyways. no, I'm, that, that was, that's definitely like. That was so silly. <laughs> uh, talk about like, like 
like building up your character and then immediately like just tearing them down. I think if there's nothing, if whoever the hell made it to 50 minutes into this video, if there's nothing else to take away from this movie, it's we're building characters and then we're tearing them down in the name of the genre. That's, that's how I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, he's, he, he gets the, he gets the, the first, the, the audio, then he gets the text of the picture. Then he gets the video of them having sex Yeah, and And he he starts running around the house. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you, bro? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then and literally looking in closets for his brother as if his yeah, brother's just he, pranking him. Like, I'm going to send you this <laughs> text of me fucking your girlfriend. I'm going to hide. Ha ha. Like, it's, it's so silly. It's, it is absurd, actually. If yeah. you think. And then what's crazier is in the closet is the killer. Yep. Yep. The killer's in the closet and the killer pops him upside the head. Shout out to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so the killer pops him upside the head. And I think Mina sees it and she's like, ah, and she runs away. Um, Josh is one last heroic effort. He like grabs the killer um, and then the killer bashes him in the head with and, a hammer. Yeah. Kills but him, at this point, at this point, even after all this shit, I'm like, okay, fine. We're just going to commit to the slasher film thing. We're just going to fuck all the character stuff. We're just going to commit to this. Mina's going to be the final girl. She's yeah. going to, you know, end up killing this guy somehow. Yeah. So Mina's the final girl at this point. The killer goes up the stairs to see where she's at. He looks down the balcony, sees a shoe. He thinks, okay, he she ran away. He goes, leaves. She was hiding. So she tries to run out of the house. I think she has some, like someone's keys or something. Uh, the the keys to the truck? To the maybe? truck, yeah, to Taylor's truck, I think. Yeah. So that's her, her plan. She goes out of the house. We get another jump scare. The killer comes at her, grabs her. Uh, she stabs she- him in the head. Right. She stabs him in the face with a screwdriver or something, and then she rolls down uh, some stairs. Just yeah. Shout out to that um, whoever did that roll. Yeah, that did yeah. not look fun. No, it was. It's basically. It, it was like a like a slapstick. Roll it was a little bit because the person yeah. stopped at first, and they're like, "Nope, I got to keep going," and they just I, kept rolling. Exactly. Yeah. Like they probably had a chance to save that, but she just went for it. She went for the roll, and yeah. that. Oh, your uh, your internet's screwing up again. Um, Because your internet's screwing up again. Can you go back to the beginning of what you you were just saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're good now. Okay, cool. Uh, What was I talking? The stair. Yeah, the stair. The stair roll. The person. It probably saved the take. I think we. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, uh, she rolls down the stairs, and that gives her enough of a lead on the killer to just outrun him the rest of the scene. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so she's running away, and this is kind of a cool scene. She's running, and it's, like, really um, foggy. Foggy. Yeah, there's a lot of atmosphere, which is cool. So then what happens while she's running? Well, so it's established that it's a very foggy forest. You know, um, I still, at this point in my head, I couldn't quite get over the fact that, um, again, she rolls down the stairs, and then this guy, so this guy is full-on running, and she's just kind of limping at the because she rolls her ankle or something. Uh, but she's way ahead of this guy. Very foggy forest. You know, you can't really see what's going on. She's running. She's running. We're following her. And then she falls off a cliff. She falls off a cliff. She just disappears. She falls off a cliff. Yep. She gets deleted. And unlike our friend Taylor, who fell on a rock, she actually she, fell all the way. All the way. She Well, we don't ever see it. Yeah. But she just disappears. So at this point... I refuse to believe that this movie is doing this to me. Uh, after the the stair roll, I'm like, oh, she faked him out. 
you know, she, she, she's, uh, she, she went down the cliff, but she's like holding on to something that she's going to pull him down or something like that. What happens? Uh, we find out that the killer set up all this, all these cameras, all this equipment, all this stuff in their Airbnb. He put a Wi-Fi device in Michelle's room in that little, uh, space In in the attic space. Yeah. In the attic space there. And this guy has is has basically been watching them. It, it had nothing to do with anyone who owned the house. He right. just went there, set everything up, waited for them to come, and yeah. then tortured them and killed them. Yeah. Now, there was a moment where I was wondering uh, before the reveal of this guy uh, or maybe before the ending of the movie, I was thinking maybe it's the brother of Taylor because he owns the house. Maybe this is what he does. He traps people in this house. Uh, so what is revealed, the twist of the movie, um, spoiler alert, uh, he's just a serial killer. Uh, who is completely unrelated to these events. And he does this, he rents a place. He kind of sets up all of these cameras and all of the surveillance equipment so that the next people who rent the place, he's able to basically survey them and torture them and fuck with them and, and do yeah. things like that. He, he also dupes the keys to the house. Correct. He, yeah, he has his own key. So he has his own key to get in and out of the house. Yeah, so that's kind of his MO. Uh, but the last 10 minutes of this movie are we we throw away this story. All four of our leads are dead at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah. And we throw it completely away to follow this guy's MO, basically. Um, and that's it. That's the that's movie. That's it. And then yeah. we get, like, during the credits scene, we see him do the next setup. He meets with this woman. He sees the place. Uh, we see the CCTV footage of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. of, of them being watched. Yeah, we see and the next get, family. Yeah, and then we get this ominous scene where it's just this woman sleeping. There's a camera watching mm-hmm. her, and then dude jumps out and he's gonna go for, her. and that's the movie. Yeah. So okay, so w- tell me how you felt about this twist, if you could call it that. Well, I just I I was just I. Uh... If it was two different movies, you know, I would be cool with it. I'm just, I was so, I thought at first, I, it was just taking me for a roller coaster that I didn't want to be on. I thought at first it was going to be a drama, you know, with, so, you know, the, some of the tropes. And then it went to all of the tropes. And then I was like, okay, fine. It's just a shitty slasher movie now. And then it went to actually, uh, none of that matters. It's just a guy, uh, which I'm into if we were to make a movie following this guy. But we were following these other four characters who yeah. none of them learn anything and they don't get any kind of resolution to the characters. They just die. Yeah. So I don't know what the point of the movie is. I don't know if the movie is saying that, like, sometimes, you know, it's just senseless violence. Sometimes it's just this maniac. Oh. But I, I don't think there is a point. That's a great point. Like the theme, non-existent. It doesn't exist. Yeah, that's my that's my main problem with. And, and listen, I don't need Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween or any amount of shitty slasher or home invasion movies to have a point. But it needs to have something. It needs to have at least yeah. one of the characters needs to come out learning something, uh, and none of that yeah. happens here. I mean, is this supposed to be like a setup for a franchise, or like what? Why would we have this kind of an ending? It, <laughs> I think you're now it, it does. There's a parallel you, I could draw to uh, your, your internet kind of cut out again. Am I shitting again? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Do you want me to just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's thanks for letting me know. Um, now I can draw a little bit of a parallel to another movie, the, the shitty movie like this called the collector, right? If I'm oh, sure yeah. you've seen it. Yeah, we'll talk about the collector. I actually like the collector yeah. personally. I like it too. I, I almost put it on my list. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, but that, cause that That's got launched comparison. into a, 
That's it got launched comparison. into a kind of franchise where the first movie doesn't like there's a lead character who makes it out at least, but it's really about the collector. It's about the killer himself. Yeah. So if we, yes, yes, if we're going to make another movie about this serial killer dude that like basically, you know, booby traps houses with cameras, mm-hmm. uh, we Airbnb can be killer. But then it's just weird to me that the first hour and 10 minutes of this movie, <clears throat> they're really investing into these characters and then they just, erase them yeah yeah especially because like even even somewhere like the characters have like a negative arc at least we get a payoff at the end this mm-hmm. week we do we don't get any payoff with any of them it's just yeah yeah our last girl falls off a cliff everyone else has one note Don't remind they're me. scummy yeah you well three of them are scummy basically three of them are scummy yeah there's, a, there's the, really no one, reason. the first one to die the best person is the first one to die she had there's no reason to kill her yeah yeah so yeah, totally. Um, so okay. I think, yeah, the, the, my main takeaway is that this movie kind of just should have just settled on a thing. They should have just settled. Do I want to make this a stylistic thriller? Do I want to make this a drama about, you know, racism, sibling rivalry, whatever, or, you know, like, what is it? What am I making? That's, that was kind of my main problem. Yeah. And I think, I think a good uh, way, like, I think the collector is such a good thing for you to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on my list, I'll just say. But oh, is it? I, I, okay. Yeah. But I, I think the reason why is like, so first off, the collector is a more interesting character. Like within the least, you see the collector and you're intrigued about, okay, this you is learn really, about him. It's really yeah. creepy. He there's something there. There's a character there. Like the collector keeps all these like animals. Yeah. Like yeah. spiders and shit. And it's like really weird. Yeah. Um, and also in that in that film, the the protagonist is a real person. I mean, they do, they don't do a great job of setting him up, but you know, okay, this guy, he's in trouble, but he wants to get out. He's trying to do good. He's trying, he's, he's he's trying to do, do the right thing. He gets stuck in the scenario. He doesn't want to be in. Mm -hmm. And the character reveal is that he's actually a good guy. He's actually going to put himself in danger to help people that are not his family. Yeah. 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 And this, it's like four people, three of them are kind of scummy. They cheat. They lie. Mm -hmm they're all dead. One falls off a cliff. Yeah. Like in, in a way it's, I think in a way it's, he's trying to do something right. He's trying to subvert and I fucking hate this term, but subvert expectations, right? Uh, You thought this was going to be something. And then actually it's not because sometimes, you know, shitty things just happen for no reason. Um, But it's just weird that it's pulling us along with these, genre tropes and these drama things to have it lead to nothing yeah uh, that yeah, just kind of yeah. rubbed me the wrong way yeah all right cool so like um so i guess the last question i want to ask about the film before we go into our next section is like and we, before we do our rating is like so what do you, what does this make you feel like uh dave franco as a director like do you feel like there's he's someone that creates a real artistic vision um or do you do you, like what are your feelings about him as a director from watching this film. I didn't get the sense that he's, uh, I didn't get the sense that he quite got this one. Like he quite, there was a cohesive vision to it because again, it just kind of flip flops all over the place. But what I do think he does have going for him is a a consistent visual style. I like that about this movie. I like, you know, we're looking at a, you know, foggy exteriors. We're looking at these beautiful, like idyllic uh, picturesque homes and things like that. Uh, I thought that was relatively well made. It does drag a little bit. Um, it's a little too plain. It, there's, you know, it's not too crazy. 
But I think at the very least he has that. He he can he can pull off a, a visual something interesting. I thought. Yeah, I f- I felt like story wise visual... has a lot of work to do. I think. Yeah, story story wise, it was needs some work. It was very basic. Um, yeah. I think visually, I think some things were okay. I I felt like it was definitely I've seen better first time directed films. Definitely. I think. Um, especially for like, for me, what I, what I look for from a director is like more of a sense of how they can really show something in a way that's kind of unique or like use color in a unique way. Yeah. Well, I I think ultimately, ultimately I think he failed for what he was going for, for the genre. I don't think he did a, a good job for the genre at all. I think if this was, again, if this was four people in a room talking about, you know, their, uh, relationships or whatever, this would have worked. This would have worked better as like a. I don't know, like a mumblecore movie, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's his style more. I think he just chose the wrong genre. I mean, every, every horror is easy to make, right? Yeah, uh, that's that's a lot of the reason why it's like yeah. horror. It's me. I'm directing. My wife will be in it. She's well known. Right. I mean, he I'm got pretty, good actors. Yeah, he did. He really did. He he was also producing it. So I imagine you know it's orders of magnitude easier to get a movie off the ground if you're Dave Franco than if you're anyone else. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what would you give this film in terms of a rating? I'd give it, I'd give it like a six. I'd give it like a solid six. If it's compared to all of the other movies, you know, in existence, a, a five or a six. Um, it wasn't, I don't feel like it wasted my time because there was enough to g- grab onto with the character stuff in the beginning that kept it interesting. And then the twist really just has you going like, no, no way. Like there has to be another twist. You know, so it was entertaining, at least. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Really, don't go out of your way. Don't you know? Don't spend money on it. But if you're just hanging out with some friends and you want to watch something, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, if you want to watch something at two a.m. <laughs> yeah, I think that actually that helped. Yeah, full disclosure, yeah. I watched this at two a.m. right before going to bed. Uh, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it did yeah. the job. So yeah, I would give it a five. I, I'm about in the same. It's mm-hmm. it's not bad, but it is very average. So I yeah. think giving it an average score is probably I think accurate. if it had just if it had just settled on a message or if it had if it had something to say I think even as it is it would have it would have been a better movie. Yeah, totally. But yeah, there there's no real theme no. Um, that you can do that you, and you can get visually stylistically there's not enough to keep it, you know. Even if there's not a theme sometimes if there's something interesting to look at, you know. Um stylistically there wasn't really anything to it other than just mood, you know. Yeah. Mood I guess is the only thing this yeah. movie has going for it. Okay, so now we're going to transition to talking about some other home invasion movies. So we're going to give both of our top five home invasion movies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Lucian, why don't you start? What's your number five? Home My invasion. number five. Now, full disclosure, I haven't uh, seen these movies uh, in a while, mm-hmm. some of them. Um, and also home invasion as a subgenre is something that I'm a little blind on in that I haven't seen all of the classics. I haven't seen, you know, Last House on the Left, things like that. Um, but these are my personal ones that I came up with that I just, I just really enjoy when I'm looking for home invasion movies. I'm not looking for something, uh, like funny games, for example, you know, I'm not like looking to have my life changed in any way. Uh, I just want schlock. I just really want schlock. And so my top five is schlock, all schlock. So number five coming in is, uh, the recently released knock, knock by Eli. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't so that, seen that film. How's oh that? Oh my film? God. Oh my God. It's fucking awesome. So 
it's a terrible movie right off the bat. It's like a hard five out of 10. However, it commits so fully to how stupid its premise is. It basically turns into a comedy. It is a comedy. It's not a horror movie in any way. It's uh, it's about, you know, so Keanu Reeves, if I remember correctly, uh, he's married, he's uh, house sitting or whatever, or he's home alone. Basically, his family goes on. He His family he has a son and, uh, and a wife. They leave to go somewhere. He's alone at the house. And then these two hitchhikers uh, show up, these two insanely attractive younger women show up. Yeah. And, uh, it's like it's- Anna de Armas, right? And some other chick? Anna de Armas and... Uh, Lorenza Izzo, I think is her name. She ended up marrying uh, the director, Eli Roth. Um, but they just show up. Basically, it's like a thunderstorm. They're like, oh, please, can we just stay here the night? And ultimately, they end up, they they take over. They, you know, basically, they seduce him. And then they tie him up. And then they do all kinds of wacky, wacky shit. Uh, and then they, they threaten him to, like, they take, you know, nude photos. And they threaten to send him to his wife. And then it's just silly shit. Um, it just fully, fully commits to the schlock in a way that like you could tell Eli Roth was just having fun with it. And yeah. Keanu Reeves is, a, is an absolute sport because some of the shit that he does in this movie is just like, I, I, I can't think of another A-lister who would do this movie. Basically. Yeah, no, that's not, I, I've, I've seen. So like something that comes up in my recommended feed is always like when Keanu sees the two of them and they're like wet. Yeah. Like, oh, can you please let me in? And it, it's, it's so dumb. It's so comedic because anyone in their right mind would just throw these girls out, right? Because he's so conflicted. He's like, oh, no, but my wife. Oh, like it's just barely <laughs> a level above porn acting the entire time. Yeah. but I mean, it seems like a porn premise, right? It is a porn premise. Uh, but it's just – it just gets weirder. It just gets sillier. Like the, the one of the girls dresses up as like a schoolgirl and she's like jumping on his bed and stuff. It's just so fucking dumb. I love this movie just for how hard it commits to the porn premise yeah. and then how weird it gets. It gets dark and like weird by the end, yeah. but it still retains, it has humor to it. It's not meant to be taken seriously. So I, cool. and I, I like knock knock for that reason. Yeah. And it's memorable, right? Like, super memorable yeah like you would know i mean there's not any individual scenes that you can think of that is like oh wow that was a really cool scene it's just the whole thing is just like jesus christ that was a trip yeah (laughs) (laughs) it sticks out in your mind yeah cool okay so my number five film was funny games from 2007 okay so me and my friend uh salvador shout out to him if you ever listened to this we watched this yeah we watched this film in berkeley um at one of the uh when it came out in 2007 at oh. one of the like there's a i forget what the name of the indie theaters are uh over I there i don't know yeah but so we went there we went to see that it was there was like maybe five people in the theater including us we're watching this movie and halfway through the other people walk out oh right? yeah oh yeah <laughs> I, I i would love to Dude. to have been in that room and i I'm telling you, my at the time I was probably like 19. My 19 year old self was freaking enraged. I was so angry. Mm. I was so angry with this movie. At, at and, the movie, not at the people walking out. Oh yeah, yeah. with the movie. Yeah. I, yeah, I was I was kind of tempted to walk out too. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until later that I realized that was the intent. Yeah. That was the intent. Now th- there are definitely things even from then that were like memorable about the film. Like there's a bunch of moments where Michael Pitt like breaks the fourth wall and he talks to the audience mm-hmm. and is trolling the audience. Yeah. Yeah. 
trolls the audience is like don't don't you want a good ending don't you want something interesting and it's just so funny like when you understand what michael hannock is trying to do with that film yeah um the analogy i would paint is like he's basically trying to take the audience hostage and And he's trying to like (laughs) make us understand violence in a different way by presenting us this genre trope and then just not giving us what we want yeah and saying like you know violence is bad why do you want to see violence yeah and um funny games either version but i like the the american one because i like the actors in it but that would be at the top of my list uh if but that's not what i go to the genre for that i i would say it's it hijacks like you said it hijacks the genre to make another point um it's like a a good subversion of of expectations right so that's why i didn't put it on my list i would have put it at the very top because I'm into sick shit. So, uh, and I like, I really like the way that he approached it, but, um, yeah. for, you know, for the purposes of just, when I want to watch one of these movies, I want to eat popcorn. You can't eat popcorn watching funny games. No. And that's the intent. The intent is yeah. that you're, you're, you as the audience are kind of supposed to suffer. And yeah. Yeah. You know, in that sense, it totally works. And it, it's, it's a brilliant film. It's really brilliant. It, love it. I love it to pieces. Yeah. But I just didn't make my list for that reason. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so what's your what's your number four film? Uh, number four, I throw it in there just because it's a classic. It's not a trad. I mean, it's it's just brought up a lot, uh, but it's not really a traditional uh, home invasion movie. I do think the th- the third act is fucking hilarious, though. Uh, Straw Dogs, the original with Straw Dogs, uh, Dustin yeah. Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's a good film. Yeah, it's not uh home invasion in the traditional sense where we're stuck inside the entire time you know like it, it pretty much every other movie on my list is just we are inside the house that's where the action takes place this takes place in a village where there's a lot of interpersonal stuff going on but the final act of the film is when you know they're locked inside their house and uh, people are trying to break in and stuff and he kind of home alone some things obviously this is before home alone but he like home alone some traps and things like that so it has all of those genre tropes um it's just a classic it's it's i had to get a 70s movie in there because yeah. i love 70s movies yeah that's a classic sam peck and paul yeah peck and i'm Paul's. going to give you violence at the end of the film yes but um, it, it, but the thing is that the rest it's not in in the way that funny games is like really 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 trying to push a message this movie might have been trying to push a message for the time but the rest of it is so over the top and silly and done in the peck and paw way of just like too much <laughs> Uh, just stylistically, just excess, you know, just people just fucking doing nasty shit the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't it didn't quite, you know, turn me off. Like I could still watch this and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, cool. So, yeah, my number four film is The Collector. And hey. um, I, I really liked this film because I, I thought that the the villain was interesting. Like I was saying before, the 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 um, the collector this guy is very intriguing and weird. And like, I'm just definitely interested in seeing things about this, this villain and like the protagonist, they don't set up a lot, but they make you care for him. Like he has a family. He's mm-hmm. in with the mom. They need, he needs to pay them by the end of the day or else they're going to kill his family or do something. He's, he's at this house and by every intent he should leave, but he doesn't. Yeah. He's fighting for other people. He, he gets out. And then the dude still captures him. Yeah. Um, and adds him to his collection, uh, you know, as far yeah. as you know. But like the, the, like that film is memorable. 
to me at least like the the traps are unique that's what i was gonna say uh remind me again but the things that i remember from that movie are the traps yeah and uh madeline zima <laughs> that's all i really remember <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, the, yeah, the traps are great. Like, there's a bunch of really cool, crazy traps. I mean, this was another film, um, like Saw, that was um, inspired by the movie Seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And oh, so, cool. yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, I, I thought it really worked. I, I do. I think the the sequel's worse. Oh but God, no. it's still yeah. okay. And they are actually going to make a third film. Are they really? They are. I think that they. I don't know if they shot it yet, but they are making a third film. I would love to be a fly on the wall for that movie. <laughs> What's the second one? The second one's The Collection, The right? Collection, yeah. And then the third one's going to be The Collected. Oh, my God. But the second movie kind of goes it, – it, it goes away from the, like, tension-filled one location thing. And it does it, – it, it's bigger, right? It's big. Yeah, I believe they go to his – They go to his space. home, yeah. But it's, like, sillier, I think. I think it the, is sillier. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's dumber. Because, like, it, it starts – like, he – yeah, it's a little inconsistent dude, because it starts off where he's like at a club and then he he booby trapped the club and he kills a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And it's like, what? it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah. I, I so, do really like that. First oh, yeah. Movie. And then and then this this team of people. So the collector collects a rich kid and then oh, the people, man. the rich guy hires Mercs to get the guy out of the to get right. his kid out of the out of mm-hmm. his, his place. So mm-hmm. then they go to this. They go to the the protagonist from the first film. They go find him in the hospital. He's escaped. Look, oh, he's the only guy to ever escape. <laughs> they go. They find this dude and they they take him out of the hospital and like they Shanghai him. They're like, you're gonna help us find this guy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> because you were the protagonist. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so good. It's ridiculous. But that film is way more memorable than this film. Okay, yeah. the, the even the collected, even though that's no a hundred percent. The it's it's all about again. It it's just, going it's, for something. It's trying to it show something. To a thing. Yeah, it sticks to a thing and then it follows through. Yeah, it sticks it with its yeah. thing. It knows what it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, my number four is the collector. Uh, so what's your number three? My number three is Panic Room, the the David Fincher joint. Uh, because it's probably the best overall movie on my entire list. Uh, but it's also a good home invasion movie. I mean, it, it's all takes place in one location. Uh, traps was a, was a thing that I really like about the genre. That's why I put straw dogs on there. That's why knock knock has some of those moments. Uh, this is less so, you know, the kind of, how are we going to, you know, kill these guys or get out of the situation it's more tense because of the the Kristen stewart the daughter character you know she has to have her insulin or whatever and there's a lot more kind of personal tension in this movie than any of the other ones a lot of the other ones are like well straw dogs i guess excluded but they're a lot more like plot plot driven where you know we we just we just need to get out of this situation whereas panic room has a lot of like you really like it just they build these characters up really well and uh the the actual guys who are invading, you know, the, they have their own little bickering between them and stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's, and you can tell like the one guy, uh, he doesn't really want to do it. He's like, we need to get out. We need to stop. Exactly. And the yeah. other guy is like a straight up killer. Yeah. So the, there's, there's levels to it that a lot of these other movies don't have where it's just bad guy versus, you know, innocent or whatever. Uh, this has uh, more layers to it. And it, obviously it's, you know, probably the best directed of the bunch because it's David Fincher. Yeah. So he's a uh, master. 
yeah, but I threw it at number three as opposed to because I'm saying it's the best one. I threw it at number three just because, again, it's that middle balance of like actually a good movie and still a little uh, thrillery and schlocky. So it's right in the middle for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, that's that's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. Um, so my number three is the movie Hush from 2016. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's it's a Mike Flanagan film. It's like I think it was so he did he did like two movies around the same time I believe where they got released around the same time. Uh, he did this film, very simple, very low budget film. Um, it's about a deaf woman who's played by his wife. Who um, it's ringing bells now, yeah. Yeah, and then so this guy, she's a writer, and so this guy just comes to you know uh, break into her house and and kill her. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's the plot. And it's, it's a really well written film. Uh, I think it's really well done. And, um, one of my Flanagan's first, like really big, bigger budget films. And cool. I need to, I need to watch that. I need to put that on my list. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it or I think I watched it like last year, like late last year. And I just like watching horror films and I watched this, watched a bunch of his films. I think Mike Flanagan's a great director, great horror director. Okay. Um, he's done a lot of good work and hush is hush is a good film it's it's not you know it's not like the collector or whatever where it's like you know there's, it's there's a the, little silly yeah the craziness um it's mm-hmm. more grounded mm-hmm. but still delivers on the genre promises in a good way okay um and so yeah it's, it's a very interesting one to kind of compare to this film the rental yeah um does anyone make it out of hush yeah Okay. He also does he also does these things. He has he has these um the other thing too about it is he what makes that film good for like if you're saying like a first time directed thing or like a you know, if you're trying to put your stamp on something, he does things with the narrative. Mm. He does things with subjective point of view of a character. Very cool. That I haven't seen anyone else really do actually. I mean they might have, you know, people tend to borrow from all sorts of places, but he does it in a way, and he does it in later films too, especially if it's like there's one character who's stuck, like to show someone's thought process of like, okay, how do I survive this scenario? So yeah, that's like a good way of like putting your stamp uh, of, yeah. of your uniqueness on uh, a, a genre that's already had a whole bunch of And it's it's more novel it. than yeah, it's more novel than just having like really wacky, you know, camera angles or anything. I think True, attacking yeah. atta- deconstructing the genre from within you know narrative stuff is is way more interesting to me at least so that yeah. sounds i mean whatever you, whatever you're selling i'm buying so i'm definitely gonna watch that one yeah yeah it's a good film uh so what's your um number two film well if you want to talk about grounded and uh, less silly and just a little more harrowing uh it's got to be the strangers uh yeah freaking love this movie it's uh it's not fun or funny at all, uh, but it's it's not trying to harass you like something like Funny Games. It's just a really, really well-constructed thriller, I thought. Um, yeah. It's about this married couple, and then basically it's just about these two people. I don't think anyone else ever enters it other than the people who enter their house. And uh, I think there's one other guy that does come. Like They had to come from a wedding, and then another yeah. guy shows up. And I think he subsequently very quickly killed. Yeah, right. But but mostly it's about these two yeah, people. And, um, the couple, yeah. yeah. 
Liv Tyler and that, that Liv guy Tyler from... and Scott Speedman, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this is just it's up there for me because it's just really well made. It's I, you know, as much as I want to see schlock and I just want to see stabbings, this one I actually fear for these characters. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to see them get stabbed. I feel so. That's a that's another good film to bring up because everyone dies at the end of that film. Yes, other than the killers. Mm-hmm. But it's done totally differently from the rental. Correct. Yeah, it's done in a way. I mean, it's not. We don't even we don't know anything about these people either. Yeah, we we never learn anything about them. Uh, in the rental, we follow the serial killer around for ten minutes and we <laughs> learn his entire mode of operation. And we basically see him do another murder. Yeah, it's it's way 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 scarier to me to think that this is just something that can happen and then you get fucking killed for no reason. Yeah, for, for they pick your house on the block. Yeah, exactly. And these degenerates are just out there. Versus yeah. this guy has a method. You know, he's just this is what he does. Yeah, uh, you can avoid this. The rental guy just don't go to Airbnb. Right. <laughs> right yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I I really like the the strangers for for that reason it's it's more grounded it's harrowing uh but it's not my number one because i still need a little bit of that uh, a little bit of that yeah. popcorn yeah. silliness and this movie has none of that but it is just extremely yeah. uh, well well made yeah. it, it's it has a great out. score too the score mm-hmm. is beautiful and it's like all done with guitar mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. score yeah it's 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 has it's again it it picks a a, a, a gear and then it sticks in that gear the entire time mm-hmm. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have too many inconsistencies. Cool. Yeah. So my number two film is Don't Breathe. Yeah, uh, I was going to put that on my list. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really, really, really well done, well written film. Um, I yeah, I watched that recently too, probably within the last like five months, and I was really, okay. really impressed with it. Like, I I felt like this is like something that people should watch at least even if, cause I know there are people that don't like some of the twists. There's like a twist maybe in the middle of the film. I don't like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's oh, not, that's not why I didn't make my list, but there's, you know, a couple of reasons it didn't. I found it interesting. Um, it, I mean, I, at least, at least as a premise, it was like, okay, that ups the stakes. And at least if you don't like that twist, at least then that's another way of viewing this genre. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd ever really seen anything where – so first off, that's that's a home invasion where the protagonists are the invaders. Yeah. The one. Yeah, that's cool. That's true. And the killer is this guy who's blind. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, he has a secret that gets revealed oh, like in the middle of the film. And so it's just like stuff on top of stuff. Yeah, it's, and, like, yeah, it's like surprises, but like from the opposite side. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So I thought it was a really great take on the genre um, on so many levels. Um, yeah. I just, are you, does it bother you at all that it just devolves into absolute slapstick by the end <laughs> with the dogs and everything? Oh it, yeah. It kind of, it kind of, that's, that's when, it, when it lost me. And then the twist of course was just, I thought it was just gruesome for the, well, the, other, the other thing too is like, like it, it starts off where you see her running. Right. And so mm-hmm. then, you're like, okay, so I, I know where we're going. I know we're going to get to that point at some point. True, yeah. It's kind of another choice where you can kind of go either way with it. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought that the, at least the first half of that movie, the the way that they build the tension of just these shitheads breaking into this guy's house, and you are you're inclined to side with the guy. They're harassing this guy. He's blind. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's fucked up what they're doing. You know, but you're not really. Really, he's a bad motherfucker. So, God damn, what a performance in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a ripped, fucking pissed off old man. Yeah, but then again, it just he just turns into like a way too much of a villain to for me with his secret fucking incubator or whatever in his basement uh i I didn't like that twist very much but uh i i I think you're not alone i think i think most people don't like it well i don't want to say most but i've seen a lot of people i mean it's directed i i'd still i fucking love that movie it's still like a solid seven or an eight for me like it's directed extremely well extremely well yeah 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 cool so uh yeah what's your number one well, glad you asked. My number one has nothing to do with furthering the genre or playing with conventions or doing anything like that. This is the ideal fucking shit-kicking popcorn action home invasion movie. Uh, a little known movie, Hostage with Bruce Willis. Are you familiar with it? No. I fucking adore this movie. So it's not good. Again, <laughs> but uh, it's basically so Bruce Willis is a um, hostage negotiator and the movie opens up with him uh, with one of his failed attempts at uh, he's negotiating. This guy's holding up a store or whatever. He has like a woman in there uh, and a child. I think he ends up uh, Bruce Willis fucks it up so hard. He's like so sure of himself that he fucks it up to the point where the guy ends up like killing the people he's taken hostage and he kills himself and you know, they learn nothing. And so then we fast forward a couple years. He's down on his luck, you know, hard boiled hostage negotiator. He's like, I won't take any more jobs because of this one thing that happened. Then he's got some personal trauma of his own. And then um, I believe uh, it's his friend or something. There's a group of teenagers who are just hard caricatures uh, one of the one of the group is uh, Ben Foster plays one of the guys, uh, and there's a couple like known actors that were, weren't quite didn't quite get there at that point. It's like early roles, and it is right right at the hair end of Bruce Willis's like give a shit career, uh, because right after this movie, he just stopped giving a shit in all of his movies. This movie came out in 2005, so it's right at the end of just Bruce Willis even pretending to act in movies. Um, So he gives this really great performance of this hostage negotiator. Uh, This, his friend gets uh, these guys break into his dealer or whatever, and uh, they're trying to break into his safe. This guy, uh, he's living at home with it's, he's played by Kevin Pollock. Uh, He has a daughter and a son, a really young kid. And then like a teenage daughter and these guys break into the house, they tie them up and they just, there's a back and forth the entire movie between Bruce Willis, who is outside of the house trying to orchestrate, a way to get these guys out and to negotiate like what they want, except these guys are just a bunch of dumbass teenagers who don't really know what they want. They just broke in because they wanted to, you know, the girl was hot and then they wanted to get the diamonds or whatever. They overheard something about that. Uh, the way that they like, they basically just stalk these people on their way home and then they decide, you know, they're on drugs and they're like, fuck it. We're just going to break in and we're going to take their stuff. Um, there's a, the, the kid in the movie does a lot of home alone type stuff where, you know, he sets up traps for these guys uh, so there's that element to it. Uh, the the the, But I just like the back and forth element of it. Where Normally, we're with the people inside the house trying to save themselves. In this movie, the people inside the house are truly helpless. And it's on Bruce Willis, 
who we should already know and love uh, to save these people while also dealing with his own failures that uh, he's fucked up a hostage negotiation before and everybody got killed and he can't live with them. So he can't, there's that trope of like, yeah, I can't, I can't let this yeah. one go. He's got uh, that ghost of his past. He's got to, he's got to correct it. Yeah. But it's all done within the, the tropes of the genre. You know, it, it's basically, you know, like a hard boiled movie, but with hostage hostages um so anyways yeah uh, look look it up uh, check it out again not a great movie by any stretch but a personal favorite of mine hostage yeah uh, it's probably my favorite home invasion movie the one i've seen the most for sure cool yeah yeah sometimes the bad ones are the fun ones the ones that are most yeah. fun i mean i don't think it's bad it, like it's it certainly uh, three or four times better than the rental <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Fun. it's fun it's got it's got some budget it's got some some cool action shots it's fun yeah cool all right so my number one is your next so this Ooh. is a the the one of the better mumble what was it mumble core mumble core mm-hmm. films yeah yeah um i really really like this film and um i'm gonna mark that right now I forget, but there was a comparison. There was a film that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a film that came out recently. It was called – oh, man, I forget what it was called. Um, but it was a very similar premise to this film with a way bigger budget, and it looked nicer, but this film was, like, way better. Okay. And I just love this film because it's so simple. It's so, you know – I don't. it just hits everything right on the head of what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the setup is really simple. They're all at this like party or whatever. And like beforehand we see who are the killers do their killing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're at the house and like the main girl, like she kind of lets out this stuff like, Oh yeah, well my dad was kind of crazy and he was a survivalist, blah, blah, blah. And then she fucking starts killing these people. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome film. It's, <laughs> it is my absolute favorite home invasion movie. Okay. And it's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, because like it doesn't try to do anything kind of too much, it's just mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen. They're gonna come, mm-hmm. and they're gonna start killing people, and someone's gonna kill them, and it's all very effective in my opinion. <laughs> cool. So it sounds like uh, we we kind of f- throughout our top five, we kind of go back and forth between like this one's actually trying to do something, this one's not, and then ultimately we landed on something that we just is really fun that we really kind of like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does have a theme. But sort of like if I compare it to the rental, like the style is the style is more distinct and better. I think it's it, of all the like mumble core films I've seen, it's the best one. Mm. And it really sticks the landing. It sticks everything with the film. Like the the villains are so memorable, just the way they look. I, I think it's a good comparison to the the strangers. Oh, is is that the one with the the guy wearing the the they have masks on and stuff? It's a lamb. Yeah, it's a lamb. Okay, because I think a lamb I- mask movie i haven't seen it I, yet though yeah I, I believe they all wear lamb masks okay I, I think i forget it's been a while so hold on let me look it up uh dishonorable mention to the first purge which was the <laughs> really i feel like the movie that brought this to the to the mainstream uh you know masked invaders kind of thing because strangers wasn't a big hit i don't think your next was a particularly big hit uh, but the purge was the one that was just like yeah. creepy people wearing masks, doing funny dances outside are going to fucking yeah, come yeah. and kill you. Uh, except yeah. that movie does everything that we just talked about for the last 30 minutes. Wrong. There's a kid in the movie that plays with an RC car. Wrong. You know? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, has a kid, but it, you know, it's not done for, it's not fucking doesn't lose its own logic. Yeah. And, and sometimes when that happens, you just like, you just completely lose the movie. You're just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's one of the, if I can say anything about the purge is just the level of incompetence. It just ruins it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too dumb. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the movie I was co- thinking of as a comparison was uh, ready or not, which is about this like mm-hmm. rich girl who marries into this rich family. And then they have to play this game. That's a recent game. one, right? Yeah. That one came out in 2019. So yeah. to me, your next it, your next in ready or not are like, basically the same film okay like ready or not definitely it looks better like they cast uh big na- some big name actors like what's their mm-hmm. name is going to be a huge star at some point um the lead of that film mm-hmm. uh so uh, her, it's something weaving she's like she's like oh, tomorrow weaving tomorrow the, weaving she's uh, like the cousin of hugo yeah, yeah she's gonna be huge in, in like two years like, yeah i think so and if yeah she's on her way for sure but like I don't know. Like the, the ending of that film didn't hit me right. And mm. the, they, they really are like the same film. It's just like your next does everything that film was trying to do, but it hits every single beat. And right. would you say, I haven't seen either of these movies, but would you say your next is a little more scaled back and therefore hits, hits the it's point scaled way, way down. Yeah. 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 It's, it scaled, that way. it's scaled way down and it makes it feel more real. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel more visceral. And it's, it's just, uh, Sorry, no. Finish your thought. Yeah, and just it just it, it it works better for me. I'm like I just feel like it's leagues better. It's just mm-hmm. leagues better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, uh, the rental that sticks the landing. <laughs> yes. It, it, yeah. Well, they, I feel like um, the rental was trying to be like what uh, the strangers. It was trying to be the strangers. You think so? Because if it was trying to be the strangers, it was. Or it was too dumb to be. This Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I because the strangers is like the comparison, right? Um, I guess I, I would think because they're, they're kind of similar. But like, if if he was going, I, I think it has more in common with uh, with a cabin in the woods or a uh, or a Friday the Thirteenth than with anything else, because it goes for those tropes. It goes for those stupid ass. You know, they basically all the characters act like teenagers. They uh, do, yeah. Whereas the strangers is like really. It starts out serious, maintains its seriousness, gets very serious. <laughs> Whereas this movie kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. Like, yeah. do we like these people? Do we not like these people? I mean, it, I feel like it's hard to compare the rental because it's like, it doesn't really succeed. True. At, it, we're, we're trying to compare a film that doesn't succeed on the things we're trying to do to films, films that did. Yeah. That did. And so it's, we'd have to think of some other film that sucked to, yeah. Find, yeah. to find a real accurate comparison yeah um yeah so yeah that's those are our lists those are like some really good films in the genre yeah, check, check out check them out uh and i was gonna say uh i found it very interesting uh and surprising that there's no crossover between our lists yeah i think that we had some similar ideas like you thought of funny games you thought of like the collector it did, yeah you had idea you know but like yeah none of them matched up yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. So my list is more cracked out. Your list seems to be more uh, straight, straightforward, I guess. Yeah, I think these are like the ones that succeed on what they were trying to do yeah, yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, They might not be like the best film. Like, is The Collector the best film? No. no. But it goes for something. Yeah. 
And it's honestly, like, if you had four dollars and you were going to watch the the rental or any of the ten movies, including the collector, watch the collector. Oh my god, watch the collector! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll have fun. Yeah, that's there's got to be an element of fun. Ali, think about this too. Like, will you ever remember any of the kills from the rental? No, I already forgot, dude. I was thinking today. I was just going over in my head, and I was like, "Wait a minute, how did uh, Josh? How did he die? How yeah, did he- how, how, yeah, huh? Well, I, I feel like Josh. So the final girl kill is memorable. Like it's kind of like I, when she was running, I literally thought in my head, "Is she just gonna fall off a cliff?" It's memorable in that it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it's like like the collector kills. Like there's a there's a kill in the collector where um where like these these teenagers are going into like the the living room and there's these booby traps and like the protagonist is seeing them yeah like yeah yeah that's that's a good kill like that's memorable Mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah. collectors on my shelf so (laughs) can't say i I think i'm gonna be picking up the the rental blu-ray when that comes out (laughs) yeah yeah um all right well yeah i think that's that's everything that we want to cover Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, thought, our, I enjoyed this. Yeah, this has definitely been fun. So hopefully, we'll see if there's something else we could do for I don't know next week or next couple weeks. Um, we had talked before about Greyhound. Mm-hmm. We can um, do that. If you want. Yeah, Greyhound. Greyhound would be an interesting one to to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe next week we'll we'll do that, and we might have a third guest pop in. Um, so yeah, and then hopefully we'll have an official name for this for this podcast. Yeah, before the three of you out there who really wanted to know about the rent. Yeah. <laughs> and the zero of you that made it to this far into the into the video. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the great thing about the internet is that there's so yeah. much stuff, but there's always someone who cares about something. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. There'll yeah. be someone there, they'll like they'll start watching and they'll be like, you know what? I really agree with these guys about mm-hmm. how much, mm-hmm. how I felt about the rental. I'm going to watch this whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you, one person. Yeah. Stick around for the next one. Yeah, stick around for the next one. All right, guys. Take care. Have, Have a good, good one. Sign off.